We are now recording. We are live. Do not say fuck or bugger. Fuck or fuck bugger. Fuck bugger. Fuck bugger. <laughs> anyway, um, fuck you. Bye. Bye, Des. Thanks Des. for dropping in. <laughs> right, folks. Welcome to the latest episode of Dublin City Comics Podcast. As always, brought to you by either our good friends at the Rogue Podcast Network, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, and all of the places you can find people. Spotify. Oh, Spotify, sorry as well. Spotify, I'll put that on my list. And uh, all of the places where you can find people spouting inane nonsense. Here with us tonight is myself, Doc, as usual, and I'm joined by... Me, Wayne! Yep, and Des was there very briefly, told us to fuck off. Now, the cameo and then fucked off. Yeah, fucked right off. So, yeah. Oh, fuck, do we have to do new comics this week? Well, I think we have definitely have to do one. There was oh. one comic that I'm, I'm raging that I didn't hit the record button sooner, because we've been sitting here looking at the... Um, Oh, the fucking opus, the magnum opus. The, the, I mean, I, I was half dreading, half looking forward to <laughs> this book um, because of who is it. The book we're talking about here is Major X. It is out tomorrow. Written and penciled um, by the Rob Liefeld. Sang the theme tune. Yeah, bought the t-shirt. Um, and Doc has Forgot been... Forgot to draw the fucking feet. Doc has per- been perusing over this for the last half hour and... Um, no, it wasn't half an hour, man. Jesus Christ. It was. You were looking at it upstairs. And they're not continually. Don't put it at the fucking. There's no way I could look at his shit for more than. Fucking well, Jesus Christ. You were. Like, you've literally okay, said. I've dipped in and out because, man, I have to do it in short bursts. Definitely. Oh, um, fucking. It's the same fucking thing you did with that last Deadpool core issue. It just drove me fucking mad. Like, in the first three pages, one minute he's got two guns. Yeah. And one of the guns looks like he forgot to draw the arse end of it. So it's like a, the barrel and the trigger. Yeah. Then the next panel, he's got two completely different guns. Then the next panel, he's got a fucking sword, and the guns are nowhere to be fucking seen. Yeah. Then the next panel, the fucking sword is on his back, and it's a different fucking sword. There's like no fucking continuity between panels. Yeah, because you can see, right? The, the, <laughs> the, so the, the book is Major X. It's it's a it's been hyped up <laughs> for the last while, and Lifefield has been going on about it. Like, and and I wouldn't mind, right? But Lifefield is meant to be the nicest dude in the world. You've met him, haven't you? He's lovely, but. Can't draw to save his fucking life. But he, I tell you, he's just loving life. He's living his best life. Loving he really life is. Yeah. He's loving life field. He's living his best life field. That's like I, I always go back to that fucking. That we saw that video of him inking Hawk and Dove while he was driving to work. Yeah, now that was a piss take, but yeah, it was very close to the bone. As in, yeah. it wasn't. I don't think it was that far off. I don't think that was a piss take. No, apparently it was. I don't think that was really. Like, I've seen that Hawk and Dove issue. Then, oh really? There's a particular bit where it looks like Dove's leg is coming out of her arse. Nice. Like, like he, he literally he drew he drew as if she was squatting when she landed, but then he thought, "No, oh, that landing looks a bit ropey. Maybe I'll stick the leg out back." Uh, 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 and literally, her uh, uh, arse cheeks look like somebody who's literally just done a squat, but then there's a leg coming out of one of the squat ass cheeks at this fucking ridiculous angle. She's, like, oh, she's got squat leg. God, oh my, it's fucking horrible. But <coughs> like, it is, it is. Shite, like, I know he's a lovely man, but he's a fucking shite bag. But this is like the like you're right though. On like, so the, the 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 book opens up now. I know again, people are picking this up tomorrow, and if it's spoiling it for you, if skip, there's vomit on it, it's the one I was looking at. Yeah, skip skip past. What is that leg doing? I don't know, but look at that crotch action. That's not a crotch, Wayne. That is not a crotch. It's a crotches we- do not do that. Well, that's a weapon of mass destruction, right look, there. Where's that leg? Co- that leg is coming out of his fucking stomach. I think that's meant to be his penis. Oh Jesus Christ! That's not penis. That's his leg. So, <laughs> for basically, if, if you want to skip past this major X bit, oh, right? Don't. Yeah. Uh, um, where we're going to talk about the book? Oh no, yeah, but no. Please, please don't skip the issue, dude. Don't I skip mean, the issue. You have to. Have you have to see this to like, be look, believe it. He slices off your man's hand, right? That's Cable's and, hand. Yeah. No, look at that. That's a perfect pop. Shit. That should be a slice. That should Slike. be a pop, and then. There's, All of a sudden, everything spreads cables everywhere. and it starts exploding. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, to no talk about what you and said, right? look, look, there's the sword, right? See that sword? Yeah. No pommel. There's no pommel on the hilt. No, and on this one. On and, it's, and it's basically, unless that is his dildo that he has strapped to his back, because I don't see it. See, if you look at the oh, length of that. But look, the, at the, look at the length of the sword, and then look at the pommel on that, and then look, if you trace that line down, there's no blade there. No, but look, if you just go from panel to panel here, right? So, go to the previous page, right? Okay. Right, so it starts off with, where is he now? Here's the guns. No, no, no the previous page First, again, right? This one. The, the They're the guns page. there, right? And he forgot to draw the arse of that one. There's not yet, yeah, you can't that see. That is one, not... like, singular science fiction barrel that looks like a fucking torch right yeah so there we go next panel all of a sudden it's got two barrels and it's pink two it's barrels and it's got pink energy yeah, it's, it's a completely different gun and it's a rectangular gun right yeah and then as he's going on la 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 bunk hits him punches him and now all of a sudden the gun is gone and he's punching him he's punching he's, he's got punching no weapons him, so no guns at all yeah then next thing all of a sudden bang sword where the fuck did that sword yeah, come from let's go through, back through these panels. no sword he's got no sword in his back here he literally has no fucking sword so he's no sword in his back in this nope. one either no and then rob went oh shit i need to give him a sword right but then he gives him the sword right yeah. the guns have disappeared there's no pouches there's a significant he's lack a of light field pouches, right? Yeah, he's got no holsters. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he slices his hand off, and as he's fallen to the deck, 
the sword is back on his fucking holster and he assumed, assumed a badass pose. Yeah. Like, that is fucking... That is a superpower in and of itself. Being able to fucking do that, man, the fucking shit in that man's time. <coughs> and I don't know if this is a flashback or what, but it's making me fucking nauseous. Uh, yeah, so... Um, and then it features the most amazing Lightfield character to date. Keep going. No, a couple of pages. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know who... Yeah, I've seen this. And look, there we are, back with the fucking tube gun. Back with the tube gun on this... In this. Oh, and it turns out he's got fucking adamantium claws and whips and everything, because why wouldn't he? Why, he no, all of his weapons are fashioned out of a certain adamantium character's bones. I wonder who that could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, keep going. And also, where is, where is Cable, Cable's hand is back on? I fucking hadn't even noticed that. Holy shit! So Cable's hand is back on. When the fuck did that happen? Hang on. Is, is this is this all time jumpy? See, we haven't read the story. So there's Cable on the to. there's Cable on the deck. There's Cable on the deck after he's had his ham chopped off. No, Wol- then Wolverine attacks him. That's Wolverine, literally yeah. That's yeah, the same. So Wolverine attacks him. And then Bishop or whatever. And then, that's and not then, Bishop. Oh McCoy. 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 Attacks him and then Cable is back up with his arm, re- his hand reattached. That's what that, that weird fucking Cable thing was. was he was able to put his hand back no, on. He regrew his, regrew his hand. hand. Okay, all right, let's go with that. Yeah, regrows his hand, shoots him, and then and then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, a new hang car- on, hang on. Okay, that gun has changed from fucking panel to panel again. Yeah, what? See that? That that looks like a Beretta. That isn't its whole of fucking Beretta. Okay, that's not even a Glock, man. That's a that's a, that's a block with a fucking a rail. Okay, on let's that. say it's and the, the handle on it is massive. Yeah, and then the next panel, it's a Desert Eagle. It's a Desert Eagle, complete with the fucking belly and, and everything. And then we have the introduction sudden, to oh fucking Cable and Deadpool's butt baby, um, Dreadpool. Dreadpool. How do I make another version of Deadpool but make him more badass? I know, I'll stick a fucking letter in there. Dreadpool. Yeah, Dreadpool, and he lo- he looks he looks like. Cable and Deadpool's butt baby. He just literally nicked Cable's armor. That's all he did. Yeah, he did. And he's a faceplate or something. And he's bigger because. Oh, he's fucking huge. He's huge. He's a massive man. He's a massive, massive man because what happens is. He's not supposed to be, but that's why I feel not able to draw perspective. So, all of a sudden, an X Force come out of nowhere. Yeah. So there's Cannonball, there's Domino. Came out of nowhere running fast in the kick truck, narrows his (laughs) cable. So, Dreadpool Dreadpool is fighting X Force and Wolverine and Cable, and then out of. Fucking nowhere again. Deadpool turns up. Deadpool turns up and fights Dreadpool. And look at that. Now look at that. Now look at that fucking pose, man. He hoops him. That's no, it. He's throwing no. his arse at him. Look at that pose. It's a Spider-Man pose. No. That leg is broken in three places at least, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way. Even Spider-Man couldn't pull off a pose like that. And, then the, and where is this fucking Monjo leg coming out of? And his little feet as well. Yeah, it's ridiculous little They feet. look like suckers. They don't even they look do. like They feet. look like suction cups. They look like well, they look like your man in the Shira, the guy with the le- leech. He looks that like the leg leech is about almost as wide as his fucking body, yeah, and longer than his body, yeah. Like that leg is as long as his body and his head, yeah. Now, I don't know much about anatomy, but no, just checking. My leg isn't as big as my body and my also, fucking head. Also, can we skip back to the sorry, bit? just the, the upper part of the leg, man? Yeah, we skip back to the bit where Dreadpool attacks Major X. And I think he's punching him in the back of the head. I can't really tell because the Oof. shape of the head is like weird. Because bullet. here's the thing, right? Yeah. Dreadpool is facing Dre- Major X. They yeah. have a face-off. They talk to each other. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Dreadpool is behind Major X. Ah, you see, he didn't in see the back that of the head. He was sneaking around him. Like a ninja. So he was looking at him. Yeah. And then he was behind him. Maybe he caught him off guard. And then... This whole book has caught us off guard. <laughs> Next page, though. This, this gets this even better. This is it. This, this, is, this is the cream of the why crop. Why do have a number on these pages, man? This would be brilliant. But this is where... Oh man! Like this, this panel is going to go down in history as one of the most Liefeld, Liefelds oh, to ever Liefeld the Liefeld. Oh, it's so fucking ridiculous! Like, like basically, Dreadpool has been kicked by Deadpool, and Deadpool's in the foreground, <coughs> but he's smaller than Dreadpool. Like, I'm going to put this in perspective. Deadpool has kicked him and knocked him down, as in, and is is closer to you as the reader than the other guy, and the other guy's twice the size of Deadpool. Yeah, and he's. And the way it's drawn is Deadpool goes from top to bottom, from top to bottom of the page, head to foot, and then Dreadpool is laid out from bottom to top, so foot to head. So they're like they're on top of each other, and I think they're trying to force perspective with the colouring because the yeah the, the shadow co- is the, all the colour is all off. On it's Dreadpool. not even shadow though; it's it's washed out. It's washed out, so the saturation is dialed down, and it's. How does that even work? It's like—is he kicking him out of time? The, yeah, I don't know. But Dreadpool is much bigger. Dreadpool is like, like juggernaut size. If you look at the perspective, it's really weird. Oh, he does one of his little talking heads. I love when he does his talking heads. Talking nobody actually talks. Nobody actually talks. It's just Major X talking to them. And yeah. then, and that's, then that's a, that's talking at heads. Talking at heads. There we go. That's a that's a life. You may find yourself 
Um, and then look at this. Yeah, then, yeah. This. Then we have the the another part where we don't, don't want to do the reveal as to who who the. Uh, yeah, we're not going to ruin no, the I, end. I, of it. I don't really, I really don't want to comment on this because there's no way of actually talking about this without coming across as like a racist sack of shit. Well, there's that, there's that in this, but there's also the wonderment of the lineage of Major X because of the way. Ah, yeah, man. But like, seriously, come on. Like that's. So, for, for want of spoiling who a character is, it looks like, for want of a better way of putting it, Bishop and Cable finally got together after all the mucking about through time and had a sexy baby. Yeah, he was like, Major X looks like he's a, tar- a child of time born of the TARDIS. That's yep. what it is. But it, it's just... It's just the way Lightfield draws people. Like, no offence, people of colour. He just he, It's hard to tell if this guy is supposed to be, like, white, tans. Because they all look the same. They all have so the height, the height, the height but, cheekbones and the big lips. But it, it, the hairstyle is definitely leaning towards a certain other character who jumps through time. Yeah. But it, oh, the fucking Jesus Christ, man. Well, that's not supposed to be him. What? It's meant to be a different version, alternate version of... Fuck it. It's an alternate version of Bishop, maybe? Who fucking knows. But... Sorry for spoiling that, folks. But yeah. no, we, we said at the start of this that we were going to spoil this book. Because Did I? I didn't mean really. I don't think we could spoil like this it. book any more than Lightfield already this isn't has. The po- this isn't the podcast, man. We don't spoil shit. Do we not? No. <laughs> Well, not as much. We try not to. Try not to. Okay. What we'll do is when we put this up on, on social media and across all the platforms, we'll say, look, spoilers for Major X contained within. Yeah. Skip call. at your yeah. own thing. We'll make sure people are aware of it before they even press play. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure loads of people are going to be picking up this book. This is going to be the biggest selling book of the year. Do you reckon? No, I'm being fucking sarcastic, Wayne. It's a bag of shit. It's going to be gotten by people who appreciate the the majesty that is Lifefield. So I, I have as another, a story it's fucking another question, right? Another question. Um there's Major X, there's his helmet, right? In, inside the book. Yeah. Right? Very, very uh, on the cover Cyclops ish. On the cover, yeah. The helmet has wings. What the fuck? The helmet has wings on the cover. So it actually Holy looks shit. like it actually looks like um Thor? No, what's your man? Whirlwind. From DC. It looks like Whirlwind. Yeah, but he looks it, it yeah. It's not too dissimilar from the guy from well, one of the new gods. John. John, the new god. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, the god of biscuits. Um, Jeff, the new god of biscuits. So on the cover, his helmet has wings, but internally, the helmet doesn't have wings. He, he just, just looks it as a bullet. He just looks like a bullet. Yeah. Or a butt plug. Yeah. Yeah. And what is with the glowy chest piece? Is that, that, is that his time travel shit? I don't know. That seems to go on and off as the comic goes on. It does, doesn't it? Sometimes it's just a sheer reflective thing. I think this will go down in history as one of Lifefield's um, greatest Lifefields. Like I said, the magnum opus. Yeah. Called it. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, there's Major X. Yeah. Mr. Right. Moving onwards from that. <clears throat> also, Storm is on the cover. She doesn't feature in the book. Oh, maybe it's Cable and Storm's baby. Ah. That's why she's on the cover. Uh, so we, we did that lineage. thing where we didn't think of the female character. Yeah. You know the thing, you know, where you, you talk about a, a role. Somebody's lineage. Yeah. And, well, you talk about, no, you talk about like, you know, there was a guy and his dad in a car crash and the dad gets killed and the kid gets brought to the hospital and he gets to the hospital and, and, and the doctor says, geez, that's my son. You're automatically meant to. No, to, it's his ma. Well, that's what the doctor's is ma, but it's a All test right. to see if you're. If your sexism is ingrained in your no, brain. No, no, I, I didn't go anything sexism. I literally went for the two time traveling characters that Lifefield would probably have gone for. Yeah, maybe. I didn't really think Storm because Storm doesn't travel through time. True time. True time. True time. She just, yeah. But Storm is on the cover, but she's not in the book. Yeah. So there doesn't, we go. Doesn't feature results. So doesn't feature once. Storm and Cable's baby. Has to be. Anyway. Major X. War of the Realms. Yeah. War of the Realms has now, dropped. I, I, I do tend to give out an awful lot about. Marvel tie-ins because they're fucking dime a dozen and every other fucking week when one's finished and another one started this one actually surprisingly enough started off with it's a fairly strong start like yeah there's a bit of back and forth and then literally dark elves come out of everywhere with fucking knives and start shiving the tits out of everybody the knives yeah and then the uh, frost giants drop and start murdering the fuck out of people and uh she's a character dies in it pretty fucking swiftly yeah so uh yeah um Probably a fan favorite-ish kind of character. Yeah, a lot of people are probably going to be unhappy about this. Not, maybe not as unhappy as I was about Ares getting nixed, but probably up there because it is pretty. Well, nasty. here's the thing, and this I always say this: it's the first issue of a tie-in series. These tie-in series. Well, that's so, a standalone. It's sorry, not a standalone. It's a, it's a bit, but it's an overreaching arc. It's a big story. Oh yeah, no, there's about right? five. There's five other uh, miniseries spinning out of it. Yeah, that's so. Right. I, I guarantee that. There will be some sort of reset at the end of this, or some form of Maybe, fix. Know, yeah. They tend to do that, mm. and also with comics, people don't die in comics. 
Well, they 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 take a hiatus for sure. I was going to say time. Aries died for ages, but he's actually coming back in. This. There you go. <laughs> you know, Wolverine yeah. came back. Yeah. They all came back. Kind Nobody name name one character, one major character that has died in comics that hasn't returned. Hitman. Boom, motherfucker! But I'm that. like, but that's part of that. That's that overall. No, but that character died, man, and he stayed dead no matter how many times they rebooted it. Sure, Tommy hasn't come back. Sure, but I'm talking about like say the, the, the say Marvel and DC. He was a DC character. He was, wasn't he? He was a DC character. Yeah. Was, there you go. Okay, he had a fight with. He had a fight with. Uh, was it Batman? Well, he had a fight with most of the Justice League. He saved the entire Justice League. Yeah. He uh, gave Superman a pep talk, which is one of my favorite issues of all fucking time. <laughs> but like. It's it's comic books nowadays are are famous for big major characters, big major story arcs where yeah. they say this character's dead, this character's not coming back. Yeah, but the problem is that character makes fucking money, so they don't do it. They kind of yeah bring him back. But I think with with the case with the Hitman because it was Ennis involved. Yeah, he's like it's my character. Fuck off. I suppose, yeah, I mean, he did. He like that character was it was in I suppose <coughs> one of those kind of fringe characters like um like an anti hero, but still actually almost yeah. Like, like, I mean, my point was like if if any major character. So yeah. like, the, I mean, the death of Superman. He's major to me. I know he's major to you. I know he's major to you, but I mean, he's a really good character. Mm. But it's not like the death of Wolverine, where they were like, Wolverine's dead. Yeah, and well, then, well, and then he came died for quite a while before they brought him back. Yeah, but I get. Yeah, but they had plenty of X Men to, to stand in for his yeah. place. But Wolverine's Wolverine. Gonna say Jean Grey now. She fucking come on. Yeah. She's the queen <laughs> of coming back from the dead. <laughs> come back, queen. Fucking hell! Like oh, they yeah. they bring her back. They kill her off. They brought back multiple versions of her as well. Yeah, like, like the, the young one and the old. Yeah, exactly. The young one and the old one, and then the old one. Oh, the young one died. You're like, oh no, but that's no, why she came back. What the fuck? Yeah, X Men, man. X Men. Yeah. Uh, Fucking time traveling. Right. Anyway, so War of the Realms is actually pretty strong. So yeah, if you're looking for another time, beautiful, beautiful covers yeah. by Arthur. Really good Adams. art as well. Yeah, the art interior is really, really nice. But the co- the, the wraparound covers, yeah, pretty tasty. And the, and the quality of the paper, they really they're putting. It's a big enough book as well. Yeah, they're putting their money where their mouth is with regards to the book, and it's what is chunky. It? How much is it? Um, right uh, Five ninety nine. Six. Yeah. Six blips. Um, six. Oh, cheeky. Yeah, and it's, it, the art, the interior art, gorgeous. Uh, uh, written by Jason Aaron, drawn yeah. by Russell Dotterman, coloured by Matt Wilson, and lettered by VC Joe Sabino. Um, they actually have other people. In, it's at the credits in here are wacky Patrick McGrath logo and realm symbols. Cool. So There's lots of realm symbols. So Arthur Adams and Matthew Wilson are the cover artists. Yeah. Um, Can't go on a bit of Arthur Adams. Oh, I tell you, it's the cover. I, I remember watching him do this on Instagram. The cover itself. Oh yeah. Uh, that full image and the actual image is massive, like, huge. But it it was beautifully put. And even like it's only done. I think you, within the last month that cover. But look at that cover. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. That's a poster right there. That is a, definitely a poster. Yeah. It's a gorgeous cover. And all look the major at, look at that Malekith laughing like a bastard. Yeah, but like all the major. Didn't laugh once in that fucking movie, did he? <laughs> Fuck you, Eccleston. You had fucking potential. Um. Anyway, all, all the major players are there. Yep. They're all there, like you know, and they're Where's all represented. Book? Where's that bull? I said major players. You said major players. Where's that bull? <laughs> There's no Deadpool there. That's oh, my bollocks. You can have fucking Danny Rand in there, look at it. Yeah, and no Deadpool. Fuck that. No Deadpool. Where's Frank? Well, Frank is a tie and it goes along with it as well, so. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. See, that's the thing, right? It's him fighting a load of fucking orcs. Apparently, they're stuck in the um, tunnels, the Lincoln Tunnel. It's oh, him trying to get out through the other. Literally, he's in with a bunch of other fucking murderers and all trying to get out the so other side. Die hard in the tunnel. Pretty much, yeah. Cool. What's that? Is that Punisher? Punisher uh, War of the Realms. How many tie ins are there with the book? Uh, about four. Four. So Journey into Mystery, Punisher, War Scrolls, and Uncanny X Men. All three parters, with the exception of Journey into Mystery, which is a five parter. I chalk them down. Yeah, and then the uh, War of the Realms itself is a six parter. War of the Realms by six. Okay, um, and that's not bad because I mean we were talking about previews last week where they were already saying the cli- you know the climax of War of the Realms. Yeah, but it is spilling over into pretty much every other issue as well. Like Deadpool, I noticed has a tie in with it. Um, there's a couple of other main story like Doctor Strange as well has got a tie into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think everything bar Incredible Hulk or sorry, um, not Incredible Hulk, that fucking Indestructible Hulk. My brain isn't the Immortal Hulk. The Immortal Hulk, that's the one, yes. Yeah, yeah the Immortal Hulk, because that that's its own kind of... And it's killing it. Yeah, man. That's a beautiful, beautiful book. Yeah. Uh, I was actually chatting with PJ Holden on Twitter during the week, who wants to uh, take over and do a time-travelling Hulk. And uh, his idea was very, very good. And I kind of threw a few little snippets in there. He was like... Uh, as I said, what if he, when he every time he hooked out, he time traveled like Sam Beckett or something like that? Jesus Christ! So every so, time he gets angry, bam! No, he, 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 like he gets angry, hooks out, and then when he de hooks, he time travels. Ah, oh, right, okay, shit. And then he, uh, and then he, as he time travels back through time, it, you know, it turns out it's been manipulated, and he's meeting up with all these different 
different creatures or figures throughout time where they're trying to perfect like say the super soldier serum and they're using him as an example and that leads to to super soldiers for the Nazis and stuff like that and then That'd be a great involved. what if actually you know what I mean so yeah. that's a big thing but that's what PJ was pitching to Marvel so get on that Marvel sweet um, nobody else do that idea not, yeah nobody else do that idea <laughs> PJ will have your bollocks fucking right um, so right, what else, the other stuff that came in this week let's get, let's get on that yeah. real quick so uh, other stuff uh, Adventures of Super Sons number 9 fucking solid series really really Super Sons has been that. constantly good since it started like yeah. I know well, this is the mini series because like yeah. uh, the main story is kind of carried <coughs> on and John's grown up now yeah but this is like a flashback where it's just like a, a, a story that happened with him and Damien mm. um, and they're off in space fighting this bunch of like lunatics with a mini Lex Luthor Rex Luthor who's a kid who basically a bunch of aliens who watch everything else and they, they kind of saw Earth and all the heroes. Like the, the aliens are the Simpsons. Kind of no, not really. But like the basically these kids have basically taken this kid in particular wants to be a villain. So he's taken Lex Luthor's powers and he's made himself augmented himself to be Lex Luthor and he's gone around augmenting other people and using tech to make them into different versions. So cool. there's like a kid Joker who doesn't want to be the Joker who just hung out with him because he wanted to be a cool kid in school, but then he got sucked into it and he wants to get the fuck out, but he can't. Yeah. So Rex hates him. <clears throat> But the kid hates being the Joker, so he's trying to help John and uh, Damien get out of this fucking mess. So you got like, a, like I said, the kid version of the Joker. But then you've got all of the like. There's a Salmon Grundy. There's like a, a chick basically becomes a Salmon Grundy. And um, there's a bunch of other kids. There's like Glitch. All the every other character in the DC universe is open for this basically. So nice. he just keeps grafting abilities onto other people, making an army. That's cool. And now he's trying to basically get back to Earth to hook up with Lex Luthor so he can take over the world. And then he plans to kill Lex Luthor. Like he straight up has said as much for it. I'm going to team up with him then I'm going to kill him. <laughs> because he's just this little deranged lunatic of a, of a kid who wants to be a villain. So they're trying you to get away from have aspirations in life you know. Oh man. It's, fucking, it's a really solid book but I'm enjoying the shit out of that. Then Captain America number 9 uh, Conan the Barbarian number 5 Deadpool How has 11. the Conan series been, been felt? It's, like it's gone pretty well but Des was saying that it was kind of it was uh, taking a bit of time getting where it's going. So I, don't, I think Des kind of understands the whole kind of Conan isn't really kind of running a murder all the time. No. There's a lot of kind of walking and stuff happening, and then she gets. Once murdered. he walks the earth, he's like came yeah. from kung fu, but he's like Pretty much. it's Conan. Yeah, I haven't actually dipped into it myself yet, so I mean, the cover art is definitely beautiful and stuff. Like you see, I it. purposely haven't read the comic because I'm reading the book at the moment. Right, right, right. And I'm reading the unabridged, the original. Yeah, and it's it's the kind of thing I'll get distracted and I'll get confused what stories I'm on. Yeah, so I want to just finish that one first. Um, yeah, then we have a Ghostbusters anniversary, which is a one-off issue um, of the regular Ghostbusters. Then Green Lantern number six, which you're on. Yeah, I'm on, and uh, like Malene Sharp and, and, and Grant Morrison. Yeah. I, I spoke about this last week that the colours are, are up and down for me in that book, but the art and the story is top notch. Like Morrison doing Green Lantern when that when that team was announced, I was like, what? Mm. because you're just like, hey, where's that going to go? And it has gone to some fantastic places. Yeah, and Hal. Like this, actually, the cliffhanger from the last episode, last issue, was really good. So I'm wondering where it's going to go with this because they've always toyed with Hal when he, you know, is he going to come back again? Is he ever going to be Parallax again? And they hint at Parallax in this as well oh, right. at the end of that when he tells him to call him Parallax at the point. But I don't know, you don't know whether it's Hal playing them or not. Oh right, so, trying to put the uh, kind of put the, the shits up them, put the shits up them. But he's like, but he's joining with these these guys who are just torturous motherfuckers, and they have Adam Strange in their prison. Oh yeah, because there's a showdown between the two of them and this. Yeah, issue. and so Adam Strange is there, and he's like, "Oh, Hal, it was good to see you." And Hal's like, "Oh, gr- you know, gruff and stuff." And don't blow me cover, you prick. Yeah, that type of thing. Like, so we'll see how, where this one goes. But yes, um, Grant Morrison and Sharp have been killing it. Cool, they really, really have. <clears throat> then we have Jim Henson Storyteller Sirens. I'm enjoying the Storyteller series. Every time I read it, it just all you hear is you your man's voice, Ian Hurt. John Hurt. Oh, John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah, you just hear John Hurt narrating the whole fucking thing. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, um, Major X, which we have discussed, <laughs> discussed it. we have discussed it. Um, Marvel team up with uh, Miss Marvel and Spidey. That's issue one of that, isn't it? It's a standalone. I think so, they're doing standalone. Jump in, jump out. So it's one issue per team up. Yeah, they, they, that 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 comes and goes. That book they bring that back every now and again. Every couple, they want to kind of bump a, a character for, and get it a bit more popular. They always um, seem to start it with Spidey though. Because you can't go wrong with Spidey, no, and he, he's the king of team ups. Though he is, he? yeah. Essentially, yeah, yeah. like he bridges the gap. <laughs> best team up is probably still the Punisher uh, Max. The Punisher Max. Yeah, do you remember that one when he was fighting the Russian on the rooftop? Yeah. Spider Man swings in to help, gets knocked out. The Punisher basically just holds him up and uses him as a human shield. <laughs> so the Russian ends up punching the shit out of Spider Man, getting knocked, and Dan Castle gets the drop on him, takes him out, and then Spidey comes in and he's like, Oh, what happened? <laughs> Frank just turns around, get a team up, kid. You were great. Legs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, best team up ever. Um, Section Zero, I haven't had a chance to flick through that one yet. Section Zero, actually, I wanted to chat about this real quickly. This is a revisit of a classic book that came out on Guerrilla Comics. 
uh, back in 2000. So the team that created, or the I think it was the writer or the artist that created Superboy, you know the Superboy for the Death of Superman? Yeah. The guy who created that character is the creator of this series. And it launched on Guerrilla Comics back in 2000, and then it just died in its arse because that imprint went, it was part of Image. And it right. just, but it was a really good series. And the creators really want, always wanted to revisit it. So they're now bringing it, they're, they're not re-releasing it, they're, te- they're basically continuing. continuing the story. Cool. But they're doing it in a way that you can just jump straight in at this one, at issue one. Yeah, because X-Files meets the X-Men kind it's, of advice. It's basically said. if Jack Kirby did the X-Files. Yeah. And it's a super team. Well, not a super team, but it's a team of people. With the whole this kind of Umbrella Academy vibe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. but it's got the whole and you know, anything that has that right, that Umbrella Academy vibe right now is riding high because yeah, Umbrella the, Academy. Yeah. The, the, the Netflix series has done gangbusters. They just got the, confirmed to the second yeah, season. Second yeah. season today, they confirmed Sweet. it. So, um, yeah, this looks really interesting. So I highly recommend people checking it out. Um, I don't know how long it's running for. I just know that they're they're revisiting these classic characters that the creators had a lot of love for and they've always wanted to continue it's the on story. Image again, is it? It's on Image. Yeah, so it's, if it's Image, it's probably a six issue or probably ongoing repeat. Ongoing with yeah. like the first six issues collected as a, as a yeah. trade. I like the way they do it. They kind of do six issues then they take a break like the likes of Saga and yeah. all those. Like, you get your trade as well so yeah. it kind of keeps everything consistent for people. Yeah, once the first trade comes out then they're pretty much jumping into the second run yeah. of it. Like, you know? Exactly. Um, when we got Star Wars number 64 still running strong Walking Dead 190 War of the Realms we discussed it and Young Justice 4 so that's pretty much all the new releases so what are you getting this week what's in your stash in my stash there's actually only two books in my stash this week is the War of the Realms and uh, Green Lantern 6 but I was looking at a few other ones because I I've kind of I saw some previews for the current Justice League story now I love a good Justice League book mm. um, and I've dipped in and out since the new 52 came about with Rebirth and the New 52 they kind of up DC was always up and down but apparently this run now and this story is meant to be re- it's really it's where they're fighting Superman or something there's it? a kind of a version of Superman and he's like a, a white god type looking dude but he's okay. pa- more powerful than Superman and I saw previews of this issue where he tra- traps and spoilers fingers and ears go yeah, he traps Superman in an alternate dimension so he can go and t- kind of supposedly save the rest of the Justice League by defeating the rest of the Justice League. Okay. There's all it's it's a typical Justice League story. It's multiverse. There's okay. a multiverse element to it, and you got multiple different characters are all involved in it, like all the usual suspects. It just looks really good. Jorge Menez is on the art, and it just looks gorgeous. And the colors are lovely. The the, the all design of the book is fantastic. A DC of late on their on their ten pole titles. The artwork, the work on across the board, writing, art, and colors have been top notch. Mm. Um, so I, I I saw previous that and was like, oh, so I think he got he used to go back two issues to issue nineteen was when this story started, um, but issue twenty one was out this week. Okay, and that looks really really good. So I might I might be dipping back into getting issue nineteen and then jumping on from there. Cool. I think we have back issues anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, myself, I've got Super Sons number nine, Amazing Spider Man eighteen, who. Yeah, yeah, you were explaining this to me. What's the crack with this? I don't know whether it's just Spider-Man titles, but they've done it with a few others in the past where it's a story arc within... It's like a mini-series within a story arc. So you'll have like issue 18, then you'll have 18.hu. I think the last one before this was Monsters. Was it Monster Island or something? If I'm not mistaken. But, um, <clears throat> the whole storyline is the Craven <clears throat> storyline. Yeah, it? It, it, it's weird because you've got your main story, <coughs> which is part and parcel of that, but then you've got offshoot issues so like you'll have it's weird because it goes six issue 16 then issue 16.hu then issue 17 then issue 18 then issue 18.hu and then issue 19 then issue 19.hu so 16, 17 and 18 are one story then the HU uh, books are I a separate read story them all, so I'm, I'm literally catching up on Spider-Man about two issues behind yeah so I'll be able to tell you next week is this this Otley's not on is this Ramos the Ramos run or is this Otley's doing the art on this one um, no it's Otley and um, what you call him because Ramos Ramos was in it for a bit Ramos yeah, took up no Spencer doing the story Spencer was on. Is Otley doing the art? No. See, Otley's not doing the art for this one. Oh, it's Lashley. Can Lashley get lost? Because I know. Because I was. I was on the Holy Spider-Man. Holy shit! This Ken Lashley. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Didn't I, I was on. Man, he is fucking killing it, man. I was on this this Spider-Man at the start of the run when it was Otley, and then it Holy broke. Shiver. It's nice looking. It's gorgeous. It broke for a story arc, a different story arc, and Ramos took over. That's nice. That is amazing, man. And, and man. now the, oh, the Craven storyline. Oh, Taskmaster. They've been those two guys have been in this. Yeah, because they're run all the way through. Yeah, yeah, all the way through it, they've been doing it, and like man, very very nice. That black suit, Spidey. Yeah, symbiote Spidey. Oh, very nice. See, I've I dropped off it after 
I I didn't get keep going with this for some reason. I don't know why. I just didn't keep going. I'm gonna go back to it. I'm enjoying yeah. the absolute shit out of it. The, but that the run of amazing. Man. Yeah, oh, that was really good. Reasons roommate and shit. Yeah, yeah. They're just the best pals now. Yeah. But they're they're kind of they are they aren't like because it just frenemies. Well, he just he just he's sick and tired of like being the the fucking butt of the joke all the time. Yeah, yeah. He just wants to have mates and hang out and just be a bad dude. Yeah. But now he just wants to have friends. It's <laughs> yeah. really fucking sad. Almost. Oh no, the story, the storytelling has been really good. Boomerang awesome. and I think um, Hobgoblin. Yeah. Two of my favourite ones in the Spider-Man Rogues gallery because they have their own thing going on the fucking side and they really fleshed out the characters. Like It's, yeah. Yeah, it's really fast. Yeah, no, they've done a great job. And there has been a consistently amazing Spider-Man hmm. has been a top-notch book since, yeah. it, great since artists, it went back to number one. Spencer is fucking killing it as well. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, so then I have Dead Kings, which I haven't caught up on, so I'm not really going to talk about that one yet. Deadpool, uh, more Deadpool, uh, Sirens, Punisher. The Punisher, the small world, small world, small, Greg Smallwood covers on Punisher are yeah. works of pure art. Proper uh, nostalgia, man. That's it's like full on. It's, but right it's there. like the up until, not so much that one, right? Like that's Jigsaw. that's that's eighties Frank right there. Hmm. But up until I think the last or the previous, <clears> the, the second to last issue of that, maybe issue eight, all of the covers were the Dolphin Hunger Punisher. Oh really? If you well, oh yeah. Just if that. you look at them, look yeah. at the fucking face. It's Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher, but he's got the skull because yeah. the Dolph Lundgren Punisher in the film didn't have the skull on the chest. It was just a black T-shirt. But did you not have at the very very end? Was that not the? I don't think so. Maybe oh. it's been a while since I've seen that movie. But um, I remember watching that film as a kid, going, "This is awesome!" Yeah. yeah. But and then he got the bit in the sewer. You're like, "Oh my god, he's naked!" Yeah. <laughs> Why is Frank naked? <laughs> in the sewer. Why do I see his bum bum? So many fucking infections, man. That's not yeah, the place to be getting naked. That's it's staff infection right there. Yeah. Um, but all of Smallwood's cover up, I think, to issue eight were pretty much Dolph Lundgren and Frank Castle. Oh gosh, you got to go look, look at them. They look like badass. Because I got on my comic store. I'm so fucking happy. I'm so fucking happy. You Last back, week, back and board and everything. Oh man, not even back and board. Just getting them all alphabetized. Oh, okay. Because with the getting the gaff done, it was all over the shop. I had like fourteen short boxes to get through. Jesus. Oh man, it took me there. The whole lot, we just literally broke them all down. Real. <laughs> That's the best thing about working here, man. Is the alphabet is just ingrained into me, so I can literally. Well, I've had the alphabet like... ingrained in me since I was a kid. So no, but yeah. when you're alphabetizing comics, like it's just getting them through because right. you got to kind of move them around. And I know it sounds really stupid, but there's there's an easy way and a hard way of doing it. Yeah. Right, and if if. Because we've been doing it for the last 10 years. Well, I know the way your brain works. You like systems. Oh, yeah. You but like, like myself and, a, and a, a friend of mine actually had a discussion once about who was a better bag and border. And this this guy has like a huge comic collection. So we reckon he was faster than me. He's like, man, I do this every day. And he's like, ah, oh, but I have more comics than you. Okay, cool. Let's go. Do 100. Yeah. Had him done in half the time. And he's like, all right, shit, you win. So between yeah. that and like the alphabet, it's just like I said, it's because it's second nature to me. It's just like work. So when I get at home, I just literally switch off. And it's almost like you're like you know when you see number five flicking through a book. Yeah, it's like that. Me alphabetizes. Yeah, let's get it done. Da, da, da. Now yeah. I can read my shit. <laughs> so yeah, no. So I'm catching through all my comics. I got through um, all my adventures of Super Sons, and Spider Man's next on the list. So I'm gonna start tearing through it also. Be full of fucking yap next week, <laughs> as if I wasn't already. But yeah, and so getting on to um, what we have incoming this week, um, toys. Well, incoming hopefully this week. The postal service has been an absolute shite bag over the last while. So we have Avengers Endgame figures still coming in. Um, we have John Wick. It's the, the, uh, the Endgame figures. They all come with a Thanos piece. Yeah, it's and the armored seen, Thanos. So it's the armored Thanos with that new blade thing that he has. Yeah. In, oh, in actually, speaking of that as well, a little. Uh, jump over but we have the Hot Toys Thanos and Hot Toys Iron Man Mark 85 from Endgame up for pre-order so if anybody's a Hot Toy collector and looking to get those give us a shout they've just gone up for pre-order now and the window for that is probably going to be about I'd say maybe a month so we've had people coming in looking for Thanos Hot Toy the last one the previous one cannot get it for love number one yeah no even on pre-order really all the places are pre-ordered to bits so if there is a figure like that you're looking forward to or you want to get just get in and put a deposit on. It's the only way to guarantee it. Like yeah, you've got yeah. like when it's announced, you got a solid two months where it's guaranteed, like a month and a half maybe, where it's guaranteed you're going to get it if you pre-order it. After that, you're in this whole grey area, and then if you leave it when the figure's out, man, you're at the fucking women of gods, like you. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And if it turns out to be one of those grail figures that everybody's after, good night, Irene. Like yeah. Um, which I'm sure you say every night. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So jumping back to that, <clears throat> we have the. Um, I have it down as John Wick. It's not John Wick. It's the other Keanu Reeves. The uh, Neo Hot Toy Figures yeah. coming in. Yeah. What do you need? Uh, Gremlins Ultimate Stripe Figure and <coughs> Ultimate Elder Predator from NECA. Also from NECA, the Leatherface Retro Action Figure, which is basically him with a cloth kind of. I have. Shit. I have this thing in front of me here. Oh wait, we get to him. Yeah. Um, and also the Siege, the next wave of Siege figures. We have the Deluxe's uh, Chromia Six Gun Ironhide Prowl on their way, and Starscream and Soundwave. So 
Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? We Freaky have, pizza face motherfucker. Um, yeah, it's been sitting here staring at me for the last fucking, what, 20 minutes? This, this chuck, chuck, Turn chuck. it sideways, the other sideways. No, the other way. Oh. Anyway, look, look, look at it. Oh, that's great, that's grand. I just turn it slowly towards you. Look at his face, look at his face. Look, oh, it's grand, yeah. it's grand. And then <laughs> sudden, where we, the fuck is his face going? What we have is Charles Bay Tree Chucky. He wants you for a best friend. What it is, it's the melty face one. So half of well, his it's face. it's been sliced off. It's been sliced off. So yeah. it's all viscera and sinew and... It's fucking gory it's, and shit. It's brilliant. It's yeah. an absolutely beautifully made little doll. And even that, that picture on the side of the box. I love the, the bit the, the that's cavernous. Going, yeah, no, the bit that's dragged across his eyeball. Yeah. There's one bit of sinew that's just, just over his eye. It's a be- it's very well made. Actually, here it gives a- you were telling me this last week that these dolls like sell like hotcakes. Oh, like a bastard one. Wait for it. Does he talk? Wait for it. I can get my finger and there's a Brad Riff. Oh, yeah. I can get my finger up and get your finger into him. That sounds weird. Stick it in. Beautiful. Now, pretty good fucking audio quality, man. Uh, uh, when you, once you pull the tag out, he's got a shitload more fucking phrases. Like, so we we had the news actually during the week that Mark Hamill is going to voice Chucky in the new film. I'm conflicted. Yeah, big time. Because I like Mark Hamill, but he's not Brad Dourif. No, nobody's Brad Dourif apart from Brad Dourif. Yeah, that's or Brad Dourif, depending on where Dourif, you're from. Sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I've been saying that like since I was a kid, so it was always the riff. The riff, yeah, yeah. the riff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Fuck, that's Mark oh, Hamill. Shit. They announced it at a convention. In well, the as States. long as they get Brad Dourif to do a Joker, I'll be all right. Bra- he would Brad be a Dourif fucking Joker amazing, would be an amazing Joker. Wow, that would be awesome. He'd be an amazing Joker. Didn't he do fucking Racking in the Turtles? Was that him? I think so. Yeah, I think was so. That, was that? I keep getting these confused. Now. Is Brad Dourif Herbert West? It's not. No, that's fucking. Why do I always get the two of them confused? Herbert West. Yeah, yeah, Reanimator. The what? Reanimator. Reanimator. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah. Both of them are in Babylon 5. I know. <laughs> um, Jeff Combs. Yes, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. So that's, no, he's he's the guy who does the racking. Yeah. I always get the two of them because they have that kind of, this, this weird lilt on the end of their voices that just make them extra fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Combs in Frighteners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top notch. Jeffrey Combs in anything. Yeah, Top true. notch. Both of them have been Bob 5. Both of them in Star Trek as Wasn't well. Wasn't Jeffrey in um, that one with the Cowboys? Deadwood. Wasn't he the Doctor? No, that's Brad Dourif. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, completely interchangeable. <coughs> yep, that's my brain. Yep, it's there fucked. you go. Um, also in front of me, I have this um, punch counter punch transformer uh, from Prime Wars: Power of the Primes. Yeah, I, I I was I was showing this to you earlier on. I saw a Cyclonus figure. You said it was third party. It's a third party masterpiece. Yeah. I when I was a kid, I I loved Transformers. I absolutely adored them. I never they were the one toy that I didn't get a lot of. I got a lot of Star Wars toys. I got a lot of uh, mostly Star Wars toys, um, but I never got any Transformers. And it's where the sad violin plays for me on the music. But I always remember... You the can pe- always put that in. <clears throat> yeah, post, post-production. <laughs> so I always remember the transform Back in the 80s, the transform were clunky. I had a... St- I, yeah. I, I retroactively went bought, I bought a Starscream when I, when I got a real job. I bought Starscream and I bought Soundwave because they were my two favourites, right? Were shite. They were terrible. Soundwave yeah. wasn't too bad. Soundwave... No, Soundwave was actually one of the more decent, I'll grant you. Yeah. But, like, I had... I have one of every Starscream figure. Yeah, start, the original Starscream was dirt. Yeah. Pure dirt. And he is, like, literally one of the worst figures. Yeah. But Transformers nowadays, like, the ones the ones that are proper, the like, that's Cyclonus, the third-party Cyclonus. Yeah. It's a beautiful-looking figure. Well, that, that's not a proper Transformer. It's not a proper that's, Transformer. That's a knockoff. It's a knockoff. <laughs> but I've seen... That's, that's not legal at all. It's not legal at all. Legal. I just saw it on Twitter. No, but they, they look exactly like that. That's one of the, the great things the third-party companies have been doing. They've been filling in the void where Hasbro won't get around to doing the ones that people want them to do. Yeah. So the third-party company will go, all right, you want a Masterpiece Cyclonus? Fuck it, we'll build you one. And they, it's not legal at oh, all. Oh, it's completely legal. No, no, no. They, they get they get shut down really quickly, but it's okay because they build them in China in factories that get shut down every other week. So ah. they just get oh no, right, that's it. That run is done. We're out. So that makes them collectors' items, basically. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. very short runs. There's actually there was a um, you'd probably like if you saw as well. There's a Kerrang, oh. Kerrang from the Turtles. Figure. Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. Oh, it's, it's, it, but it's it's the big robot with the Kerrang with in the, the Kerrang in the middle. Oh, dude, it's the stuff of fucking legend. It's amazing. But that figure, it was done. And the factory was literally shut down as the figures were going out the fucking door. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so that is one of the fucking the grails to get, like. Yeah. But it's 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 mad how they do that, like. But um, no, the Hasbro themselves though have been killing it with the last few waves, especially this, the this the Prime Wars. Punch Counter Punch looks savage. Yeah, he's two robots in one. Yeah. You just turn him around on the other side. You just flip him around. He's a schizophrenic robot. Yeah. He's a, an Autobot and a Decepticon. Yep. Is he a Headmaster or what's that? Is what's that guy? Is that a chess piece? 
Uh, oh, that's the um, the what do you call it? The thing at the moment. The um, prime prime of primes. Prime masters. That's the one. <clears throat> Warrior of light. So because I saw I saw a few headmaster figures upstairs. I love the headmasters. I think they're a cracking idea because you just have the little human in the suit that you just make into a head. Yeah, it's a pity but, they never finished the series properly. Yeah, so that was the end of it. That was the end of the series. The original yeah. Gen One was headmasters. Um, so that's that's a, a punch counter punch is new out this week, is he? Yeah, we finally got him in. <clears throat> We've waiting for him for a while. Cool. We got lost on the way from China or Japan. Or and also we have in front of us King Kong of Skull Island. Now this man, this figure is whopper. Like if you have any of the, um, the NECA Godzillas. Jesus, I do, I've got a few. Yeah, this is the perfect counterpart Yeah, as King Kong. It's just a beast figure. Like. It's, a, it's a Mezco. Yeah. Um, it's not tied in with the, sh- the films in any way because it doesn't look like the Kong. The I film. think it, it's their own concept version. It's their own concept, but it's a gorgeous looking Kong figure. Oh, it was nothing to do with the comic, maybe actually, because it was a Kong and Skull Island comic that recently. There was that was done. Um, it was a, it was a not kind of like a, not so much an anthology series, but it was a follow-on. There was two of them actually hmm. that they weren't linked in any way. But it was called Kong, King Kong or Kong, Kong of Skull Island. Is yeah, what it was called. I have them. They're nicely put together books. I want to say they were done by IDW, but I could be wrong. I think you might be right. Yeah, one of us should know that. Yeah, we should know that. Considering <laughs> I fucking have them. Um, but this is a nice, nice, nice uh, figure. Yeah, I like um, the, the snarly face, and you've got the typical kind of damsel in distress as well. And he's got the scar. He's got the usual scarred face as well, like the gruff, <laughs> yeah, face. And then he has the screaming gorilla face as well, or an ape. Yeah, he's uh, a whopper figure. He's really nice and poseable. Very, well. very nice. And, uh, fifty lids. Fifty lids is pretty good for a figure that size. He is heavy as a motherfucker as well. He's got some weight to him because yeah, yeah I have the NECA the NECA God uh, Godzilla. Yeah, this is the first I think first figure that Mezco have done outside. Oh, it is it's Andaro. Actually, it is Andaro. It is, yeah. Um, the um, the I think it was actually listed originally as part of the One Twelve Collective line. Okay, but it wasn't because the, that line is all kind of cloth Mego type figures. Right. But well, I'd say more Hot Toy than Mego, but they're that kind of style of figure with cloth on them. But this has no cloth, obviously, because he's a monkey. Yeah. Ape. Ape. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a great figure, though. It's really, really solid. Um, yeah, so that's that's the more recent stuff that came in. So what else did we have? Oh yeah, we had a lot of stuff traded in um, that I finally got around to processing. We got a bunch of Star Wars vehicles, including the T-16 for shooting your womp rats. Oh. Um, a cloud car, which is actually a concept based off of uh, Ralph McQuarrie's designs. Nice. Not the one from the series. as part of the um, Power of the Force expanded universe line, where they did a lot of the video game characters and just other random bits and bobs. Um, then we have oh, a bunch of TIE fighters. Also, we had a lot of Transformers traded in. We have the Masterpiece Thundercracker, Skywarp, Acid Storm, and Sunstorm. And a bunch of other... Um, I think we had the Tetrajets here. We had the Tetrajets. Tetrajets? Yeah, there was Jeez. a third-party company made them. Um, I have my own issues with them, but they're actually, as, as a placeholder, they're pretty solid. Like I know Hasbro yeah. are doing their own version, but the version they're doing is kind of more based along the comic version, not the original cartoon. Like So this, these Tetrajets are literally the triangles. So they're the original Cybertron designs. The original Cybertron Seekers, yeah. Okay. Actually quite decent. Um, what else have we got? And dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I think that's all the stuff that I had processed. I'm working on a lot of Star Wars stuff. That's probably going to be in the next week or two. Cool. So, yeah. <clears throat> and then other than that, um, do we want to do the previews, reviews, or are we going to start that next week? Uh, we can, we go to, what's up yourself? Do you want to go through them now? Oh, quick blaster, yeah. yeah. So we're going to go through, what was it, um... Dark Horse Image and IDW for previews. What's coming down the pipe for those three publishers? So this is going to be us sitting side by side, oh. looking through and seeing what the fuck they got. So what do we got here first? Bear in mind as well, folks. We always have a copy of it on the shop counter. If you want to have a go, you're always more than welcome. And it is actually online as well. If you go to previewsworld.com. So what do we got? We got. Start off with. Oh, it's not Dark Horse first. It was normally Dark Horse first. Now it's become... Image. It's Image first. Okay, cool. Image first. <clears throat> so we got what? Thumbs? Thumbs. Yep. Um, Sean Lewis and Hayden Sherman. So it's an b- incoming book from them. Is a mm, Charlie Thumbs Fellows is a member of an army. Per, oh, that's good. So yeah, there you go. Um, Tech-obsessed teens and directed to take on the government. So is this basically like um, Scarlet? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so... It looks nice. It's got a kind of a... It's it's very kinetic. It's very manga-esque. Yeah, it is not with that, like It's, it's if, very grainy. I like that kind it, of filter. It is. It's got that filter on it, but it actually reminds... The early... These pages actually remind me of Akira. Yeah. They have a kind of a feel... Oh, for the... Yeah, the... Yeah, dust getting kicked up and shit. Speed lines and shit. So that looks Then cool. we have the riot. The red. Born in desire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get, Adam Hughes. Yeah, get a cream for that. And Doug Wagner's writing it. Um, cover A by Adam Hughes, cover B by Daniel Hillard. There we go. Oh, yeah. that looks like, oh, bit of gunplay. Very neon coloured. 
There's there's a dude in a little bunny ears. <clears throat> well, it looks nice. It's a, mm-hmm. I got again a nice action story. What's this? What's the actual premise of this? One? Um, the ride celebrates its fifteenth anniversary with a five-part story. So this is actually uh, a, a, an older series. Winning team of plastic plus a special back feature. Adam Hughes after serving a hard fifteen years in prison on a murder plea. Former Atlanta PD detective Samantha Vega now makes her living as a bouncer at an exotic dance club. Oh Jesus! <coughs> but Why is it called the, the riot then? Is that like is that supposed to be the riot? I don't think so because it's done in a way it looks like it's actually going to be like there's a car on the the the. Uh, Second, oh, so the ride volume one and two trade paper are back. And, and plastic. plastic, plastic's a fucking killer, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you read plastic? I haven't read plastic. It's, fucked up. it's about a dude with a, having a relationship with a plastic doll. It's it was a movie. He's, he's a killer and shit. Oh, it's fucked there was up. a movie. Of, oh, that's that's Maniac. Is it? Maniac, the film Maniac, there was a remake of it with Elijah Wood, his studio made it, but Maniac was an original 80s slasher about a guy who collected mannequins oh. and, and dressed them up with the skin of his victims. Right. Well, this this guy's killing people because his mannequins tell him to do it. So. Oh, nice! Right then, we have Sonata, uh, writer David Hine and Brian Haberlin. Artist uh, uh, Brian Haberlin is the art. Uh, does the art and covers A and B by Brian and Gerard Van Dyke. Um, Very science fictiony kind of almost steampunk vibe. Yeah, it? two two cultures clash on a planet that each believe is their promised land. The Rands are a peace-loving people. The Taeans are a race of warriors who seek to colonize the control. Warriors. The mysterious sleeping giants also call this place home, though no one knows that they're monsters or gods of religion. Are you going to read the synopsis of every fucking comic? Well, that's the whole point. Isn't it? Give, what's give coming it a fucking bullet point, man. It's going to be here for fucking ages. Yeah, right? okay. We go at Spawn. Yay, Spawn. We can divine last 45, issue. 45, last issue, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reading. <laughs> we'll miss you. <laughs> that's the synopsis right there. There you go, right there. Uh, we got what? These are trades, so trades we got hardcore, heavy liquids. Oh, Murder Falcon. Yes. Thanks for putting me on that. And Monstrous. Did yep. you start it? Yes, I did. Yeah. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Awesome. So we spawn cover galleries. Hit Girl Volume 4 is coming out. Ice Cream Man Volume 3. Hopscotch Melange. If you're not reading Ice Cream Man, you fuck them up, should be. Manny Earth, another cracking book. Yeah. <laughs> the, the latest few issues of that have been all kind of like how to guides and kind of watch out for <laughs> telltale signs of like, you know. Women turning into psychopaths. Uh, but psychopathic monster creatures, I yeah. suppose. Oh, the cats. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have Outcast, Reborn, and I believe. Wow, that's that's pretty much Image. Yeah. Yep. And then it's just the. Oh, wait, wait, we got more. Oh, we no, got, these are more Image. Why did they do that? They, See, I, this is. So this here, Ascender, is the. Sequel to Descender. Sequel to Descender. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I, I like that. I like it a lot. The Sender was a cracking book. I actually haven't picked this up. We're going to get this in trade. Uh, it's now coming to part three of five. Yeah. Well, well, we're well, checking if you, out. If you were on Descender, you'll be on Ascender because it's a continuation of the same series. Yeah, no, I didn't. So. I, I probably just went, no, I'll just have Descender, please. Yeah. But if you are actually a customer, a regular customer who was on Descender, was on your pull list, Ascender, the first couple of issues will be there. So if you want to keep getting it, cool. If not, just tell us and we'll take it off you. We do that with generally any stories that are continuations. Yeah, yeah. Something's been on hiatus and it comes back. If you don't cancel it. Yeah more often than not like Black Monday Murders there's a perfect example that's one that was on hiatus for fucking ages mm-hmm. and then it just came back because Steph was only in asking about that with regulars mm-hmm. um, we got Curse Words East of West East Criminal West, book. Excellence Eclipse stuff Evolution Fair Lady I'm not reading these in particular order Farman yeah. Gideon Falls Gogur Gunning for Hits oh this is alphabetical it's brilliant yeah, yeah. Headlopper fucking love that get book. in that get Walker. on Headlo- Headlopper is a phenomenal book I have the first two trades and it is just mm. yeah, yes track. it's a beautiful beautiful Big book barbarian lopping the heads off shit carrying her in the head of a head of a witch, witch. Yeah. who's not really, really infinite dark kick ass middle west that's supposed to be really fucking good Deb is raving about that all the time middle west mm. little bird man eaters there we go again monstrous Apo zero paper girls and a darkness oblivion song highly recommend paper girls again yeah maybe we should just like not read out every fucking it's like yeah there's so much here it's it's like, unless it's something new jumping out at you we see like oh that was cool i like that yeah there's a lot of oh murder falcon this yeah we're we're, we're figuring this bit out folks so yeah bear with us if you think it's shite by all means sound off and tell us to stop talking fucking shite yeah I mean like this is a work in progress so we're just going to look through what, what's coming down the line now we're now switching to Dark Horse and I did not know this but Dark Horse are publishing Disney books oh yeah even though Disney own Marvel yeah I think that might have been a trade off for them getting back to Star Wars books so they traded Star Wars for Frozen yeah it could have been I don't fucking know I don't work they really for Dark let Horse that one go, didn't yeah they? they fucking did strange things though still got that now this it's Stranger Things is this a, these, are these prequel books uh, this one is this particular one is a prequel but the previous one I think was yeah this is the first prequel the previous one was running congruent with the series uh, okay as it were for you hmm. uh, so we got Hellboy and the Beast and BPRD the Beast of Vargu which is proper old school I love the way they keep doing Hellboy books even though he's dead well yeah like they, they fill in the blanks yeah fuck it keep going yeah 
Uh, Black Hammer's back. Uh, Chuck Panlock's on Fight Club. That's still going around. Oh, here we go. There's your man there. Yeah. Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Is that a reprint? Co- and Colleen Doran. Is that a reprinter? That's, um, that's a new one. Snow, Glass and Apples hardcover. It's a retelling of Snow White. So, Neil, written by Neil, Neil Gaiman, Gaiman and drawn, Snow White. And drawn by Colleen Doran. I know, wow. I know uh, Gillian Dempsey will be on that, like, white on rice, as they say. White on rice and a paper plate and a snow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard mixed things about the American Gods book. All I can say is Glenn Fabry's been killing the covers. Yeah. Well, Can't Fabry, go wrong with the Fabry, Fabry cover. cover. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that at all. Uh, Here we go, usual. La, 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 la. I think we're back into everything else that Dark Horse are doing. Unless there's something leaping out of this, I'm going to. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, <clears throat> right, so, if you've been following The Borgias, the TV show? Yeah, yeah, The Borgia. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what tell me about that, apparently it's just nothing but riding. Yeah, so, pop, pop riding. Yeah, so now now they're doing, there's a, there's a trade, which has been written by a good friend of mine, <laughs> right, <laughs> I wish, Alexander Jodorowsky. Alexander, Alejandro, Alejandro. Alejandro Jodorowsky, let's set it right, I'm reading it while I'm trying to say it. But uh, yeah, Mr. Jodorowsky um, is writing it, but it's being drawn by Milo Manara. yeah. Who, if you're familiar with, the, uh, the Spider-Woman butt gate, or whatever yeah. you want to fucking call it. Vagina gate. Yeah, so they have probably picked the perfect guy to draw a book about the Borgias. Yeah, the, like, <laughs> it's literally, I reckon it's just going to be, it's going to be like, the, it, this, the, the, the Borgia, is the story, like, it's, it's a true story of history. Um, and they rode their way to power, basically. It's, but it's, it's, it's that, and this and the War of the Roses are pretty much Game of Thrones. All right. So if you take yeah. the story of the uh, the Borgia and the story of uh, War of the Roses, that is, you put them together and you pretty much get Game of Thrones. So that's that's what. So all the riding part of it is this. Oh well, okay. So it, it's without the fighting, just all the riding. Yeah. Occasionally, someone getting stabbed. And there are a few people get stabbed as well. There's a lot yeah. of intrigue and and kind of popes just paying people off to get killed and so there's the sons of the popes because back then, like the, the 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 popes had legitimate and illegitimate children all over the place. Yeah. And. They were they were they were risen. They rose hey, to power the through that. It's the pop, hey, <laughs> el papa. But I, I don't. I, I did not know this was coming out. Yep. <clears> and it's it's it's, it's two hundred sixteen pages. It's a standalone man. Sweet so Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Ali, Alejandro's Yurovsky's and Milo Manara's sweeping four-part saga of sex, blood, and religion now collected in trade paperback for the first time ever. So that is this a reprint then? Yeah, it must, well, it's a collected edition, so they must yeah, have done the issue. They, they must have done the issue because this. I, I can't say I follow much of Manara's stuff. I follow most of Yurovsky's, but it's generally all the humanoid stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's fairly prolific. He does a lot of shit. So, but this, yeah, I didn't know this was. That's coming dropping out. in August. Yeah. Of this year. So if you fancy uh, a bit of filth from from <laughs> from Dark Horse, yeah. Um, there you go. So that's coming I, down the pipe. I'm, I'm probably fairly tempted by this, but I know if I bring that into the gaff, the missus will knock me out of it. Well, th- you'd have to. That'd have to go in your special drawer. I don't have a special drawer. You'd have to create a special drawer <laughs> just for the, that book. No, there's there's the the erotic art of uh, Frank Frazetta on the bookshelf, and I get frequent uh, comments about that. <coughs> like, but that's it's Frank Frazetta. I don't give yeah. a shit. And she's like, no, but it's bold. I don't give a shit. It's bold. It's bold. Frazetta can draw whatever the fuck he wants. So yeah. Then we have Archie vs Predator trade paperback from the collected edition from the previous one. That's as you do. Just, yeah, as you are. Alien rescue and then our good friend Rob Carey's Aliens Resistance is coming out in trade so that's going to be one to grab if you missed the issues dropping good. in August on trade yep continuing the story of Amanda Ripley from the video games yes then we have Anthem yeah but it's it's a collection of stories within Anthem so it could be good because like I watched that fucking no I watched that the um, Blomkampf the Blomkampf thing is amazing yeah it's a shame the game is dirt oh my god I know but the concept that everything about the game is amazing it's just it's the execution. It's yeah. It's just terrible. I I wanted it like, to work, the, man. See the com- the comment down at the bottom. Prequel story to the critically acclaimed game. Jesus. They obviously brought that out before they checked the yeah, fucking. Yeah, very score. much so. Um, it's not acclaimed at all. Uh, I was just hearing reading an article today on Kotaku uh, that dropped about the troubled production of Anthem. And <laughs> the troubles. Sorry, and, we have that lads. Yeah, <laughs> the, tr- the troubled production of Anthem and how much of a hot mess it was and how it started out with grand aspirations and then just went in the toilet. And uh, it, it's on Kotaku at the moment. Here's the, this is how telling it is. They reached out to uh, Bioware and EA for a comment before the article went up. Mm-hmm. They de- declined the comment, but before the article was published on the Bioware website, they put up. Before the article came out, they already put up the response. Whoa! <clears throat> so they basically lawyered up and fucking threw it up before it actually. Even they dropped. threw up the response and saying, "There's an article that will be published today." Talking about the internal uh, workings of Bioware and EA and how our staff, you know, we we are value our staff and our people above all else. Blah 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 blah. Usual marketing yeah. and PR HR bullshit. So 
The, but but the, isn't that like counterintuitive? Because if they put that up, they'd be like, and they, look, put it, they put look, it up before the yeah, article was published. There's an article coming out, lads. Don't look at it. Oh, where's that article? Give us a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> so the article then went up with Kotaku, and it's it's it's. It, I think the the, the site just went blurp, and yeah. everyone just started reading the article. It is actually a very Holy well written shit. article. Um, Kotaku has unless it that was intentional, unless somebody actually you know kind of a bit of a kind of a dissident in the group. And Bioware decided, oh no no, we need to, we need to put out a statement before they put this out, <coughs> knowing full well that it would blow up. Yeah, I mean, let me put you this way: uh, there was a gang of us playing Anthem. We wanted it to work. It didn't. We all went out and bought Division Two, and, okay. we're, and we're having a ball. Yeah, I'm still playing Division One. Yeah. I, have, I have a rule now: I don't play a game till it's a year old. Oh yeah, that's a good rule. But that's but that's just just a hang up from game and all. No, the time. I get you because you get a game. It could be a bag of shit, but by a year later, when they've ironed out all the kinks and put all the DLC into it, it's a fucking whopper game. Well, you get could, a much better experience. That could be what Anthem might end up being. Yeah, Who knows? Could be, like look at No Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky. Phenomenal now. Oh, No Man's Sky is phenomenal now, and it's it's got uh, the VR version is coming out in July. Cool. Which I will be strapping my head into. Mm, nice. I've heard the. Um, have you got the Iron Man VR game yet? The Iron Man VR game, no. Yeah, no, very few people know about this, but Cormac put me wide. It's on the PS4. As far as I know, it's PS4, because I think he has the PS4, yeah. Yeah, he does, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... No, actually, no, he has an Xbox. Oh, he has an Xbox? Oh, okay. Maybe it's a PC game. Could be. I'll, I'll Google it. Look it up, anyway, but yeah. basically, you play Iron Man, so you put the helmet on, and you are in the Iron Man suit. Well, essentially, that's what, that's what Anthem is meant to be, but without the VR. Yeah. But, um... Right, okay, yeah. so we got back in. We got, like, the Art of Concrete Genie, we Spart- Starcraft Soldiers, la la la, Isabella, Doorknocker... So these are all, these are all um, uh, hardcovers <laughs> coming from... Uh, Ooh, Spirit of the Dead. Oh, Second edition, nice. Richard Corbin. That's a good book. And John Joe Gollum, occult detective, the conjurers, the banging Constantine off this fella. But it's Mr. Mike Mignola. Mignola, my good friend Mignola. <laughs> uh, yeah. Beast of Burden. There's loads of again with the Disney books. Yep, this more Snow wacky. White. But this this is really cool because this is actually Snow White from Snow White's perspective. The whole story with her narrations and stuff. Like when she goes in and talks to the the queen, like for example here, like she's like, "Oh, you really do have a heart, don't you, Snow?" And it's like, oh, "She noticed." So it's basically it's her. Yeah, her. She, she's actually she's Deadpooling because it's all yellow boxes. Actually, yeah. <laughs> but it is yeah. it's very Archie esque in the art, so it's really the artwork kinda, is quite yeah. It's, it's attention grabbing. It's nice. Yeah. Some nice lines in it actually. Do do do. There's a rake of Disney books coming yeah. out of Dark Horse. That must have been the trade off, man. They yeah. must have now, some kind of deal. This is the Dark Horse have been doing this for donkeys since the nineties. They're they're uh, manga. manga. Yeah. Uh, Vampire Hunter D Volume Twenty Eight. Sweet Christmas. That is ongoing. Yep. There's a lot of, but Dark Horse have always been the source of in the Western world that they were my first intro into. Oh, I've heard of this one. I haven't actually checked into it, but like Dangan Rompa, Dangan Rompa, Dangan Rompa, another episode of Ultra Despair Girls. That's, that's popped up on my feed a lot of times. I don't this know what is the volume is. one trade paperback <clears> dropping <throat> in August. Hmm. Oh, it's a big PlayStation Windows game. Oh, there we are. So I have to look that up then. So. Yeah. And then we have loads of merch. Hey, Daily. Oh, Blade of the Immortal. Look at that. The Omnibus. Omnibus. Blade of the Immortal. And Astro Boy. And Cardcaptor Sakura. Okay. And shit, loads more manga. Loads all of the manga, manga. All the manga. All the manga. And here and we now, go. <clears throat> now, right. this one here is a big thing. It's coming back. Yep, Usagi Yojimbo. Um, Starting from one again. From one again? Yeah, from one. Back and, to the beginning. And is it like, is the story back? Look at the art. It's guards. Yep, as far as I know, it's a new chapter in the epic ongoing saga of Usagi. So if you haven't, if you've been reading Usagi, you can keep going. But if you haven't and you want to jump in, there's a perfect jumping on point. Yeah. So like this, this is a Dan, uh, cover by Daniel Warren Johnson, um, so the same guy as Murder Murder Falcon, uh, written again by by Stan Sakai. Um, yeah, like it's 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 Usagi. It's kind Man, of it's, it looks amazing. It's an epic book. It's on yeah. Like he's it's been around for donkeys. This is again. This is another Dark Horse. It's uh, sorry IDW book, but the Dark Horse published this. Pretty I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. So back in the nineties, they published it. Yeah, so now it's so. gone to IDW. Um, Man, you gotta keep up with that weirdness. <laughs> but uh, highly recommend, even like because the original the original run of it's available in trade, isn't it? Uh, it isn't. It isn't. It's kind of one of those kind of on off on again. Yeah, on off on again. There was okay. like a collected edition that was supposed to come out. And it was that was delayed for a while. Was that, oh, that, when is that dropping? That is dropping. Where's the date on this? It doesn't dun, dun, dun. say. Should say. Well, if it's in previews, it's going to be in the next month or two. Yeah, the next month or so. It doesn't have that. No. And then next of all, we have Transformers, Transformers Ghostbusters miniseries, which is going to have a big interconnected cover. It's oh, going to be nice. a huge fucking scrap. Grimlock. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, and Ecto, cool. Ecto-1 is now... Oh, it's been, this, is, this is introduction. Ecto-Tron now. Uh, is, now a tra- is now a Transformer. Yeah. And it, by the looks of it, it's, it's pure classic Ghostbusters as well. Yeah. I love the design of him actually, actor Trump. Yeah, it was a nice, nice design. Is there a to- there is a toy of him coming out? There isn't is, it? His... Yep. There is a toy. Jew. There is a toy Jew. Yeah, we have them pre If you want one, let us know. These trans. Oh, the trans. Yep. I, I I don't. Man. I haven't been on a Transformers book in a while. Man, you would dig Cyclonus. Yeah, well, I do he dig is. Cyclonus. Cyclonus is badass. But like in the comics, he's this whole like he's an ancient warrior. 
Yeah. He's not an Autobot or a Decepticon. Oh, he okay. He only sided with the Decepticons because Galvatron went with the Decepticons and Galvatron was his, I suppose, commanding officer. So when all that started going to tits, he's like, no, no, I'm going to fight with the most noble cause, which was the Autobots. Right. So he's rocking with the Autobots and the whole time World kept trying to fight him to kill him because World's a fucking mentalist. He's basically Transformers <laughs> version of Deadpool. <coughs> but it was always this kind of stoic, kind of heroic element to him. Like even when he was fighting as a Decepticon, there was always that kind of like he has a, um, a code, if you will. Hmm. Almost like a samurai. Basically. Yeah, I was going to say he's like a samurai. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. Now, the new run of the Transformers that have, has dropped there recently. Yes. Um, it's a, it's a, it's kind of resetting back to one with Gen 1, isn't it? Yeah, it's a brand new story. Uh, so far, has it been received? I haven't read it. Have you not? But uh, we sell out in every issue, so. Well, Transformers always does well in the comics. It does, the does comics... well, but we ordered a few extra just to get for you know new people jumping on, and they've all sold out. So it's pretty well received so far. Well, well it looks here, from issue 7, so the first run seems to go from issue 1 to 6. Mm-hmm. Issue 7, which has the cover of Bumblebee looking very sad and ronery. Um, new story begins in issue 7 brand new era of Transformers well it is a brand new era for the whole lot so this yeah. is a good jumping on point then if you haven't yeah, so that's and it also sad. means you can always get the first trade 1-6 yeah. so don't do that yeah Dungeons and Dragons we got G.I. Joe Dick Tracy Clue Son hit the hedgehog he's a fucking hedgehog <laughs> and then we have the IDW Marvel Comics again yeah that's wacky the Marvel just getting their shit out everywhere man but now here we go Star Trek so. The Q Conflict is just over and Star Trek Year 5 so continuing with the original crew yeah fucking deadly so is this the one with Steve Thompson it is uh, yes so Steve Thompson is doing the cover the artist uh, Steve Thompson is doing the interiors for something here he's meant and I was down as the cover artist but I thought Thompson was doing interiors as well on this book Steve Thompson is an Irish artist for anyone who doesn't know um, he's part of the original eclectic mix uh, good buddies with Mooney and Roach and all them but I think he's meant to be starting on doing the interiors for one of the he's Star taking over Maybe, but he's down as the cover artist here. But I've seen hmm. him on Twitter posting interiors for the books. Which is kind of that could be the next but one. Martin Martin Cocolo is down as the interior artist for this one, hmm. and that's uh, issue. Tre- oh, that's issue three. Yeah. So year five, issue three. I think Thompson might be doing the art for maybe issue one and two. Hmm. Maybe they're doing alternates. Glow, and then we have this, which I thought you might be interested in. No, it's wrestling. Then you not like wrestling? Not into wrestling. Oh, okay. Thought you and all the lads like wrestling. Might be into that though. The crow and hash slash. Because um, this is that's Tim Seeley writing it. Yeah, it's he has not be, written a bad book yet. It's meant to be the return. They've been trying to get this done for years, where they bring the crow into this hack and slash thing. Yeah. And I read the the premise to the book, and it sounds really interesting. Which crow is it? Um, it's not. It's a new crow. So uh, it's a uh, it's a new version of the crow. That what it is they think the crow has come back to avenge the death of somebody close to him. Yeah, and himself, and they. Uh, um, they basically think that he is a serial killer. Oh, the crow killer. So the crow, oh, they think he's the crow killer. So right. in, the, in, the, in the tradition of hack and slash, yeah. they're going after the killer. Right. But they think it's the crow and it's not. So ah. they mistakenly think that he's a serial killer and he isn't. Hmm, okay. Yeah. So. Cool. This looks amazing. Yeah, I saw his posting with this the other day. I was Phantom. like, what is this now? It's a little robot. Yeah, it looks cool. But the hearts have been replaced by mechanics. Oh. Yeah, so it's quite sad. It looks like something out of a labyrinth or something. Yeah. Definitely spills out of something out of um, Jim Henson or yeah, that kind of vibe. Bit of Oz thrown in for good measure. Yeah, and this is from IDW. Uh, it's one of six. So the six it's a six issue miniseries. Run. Yeah, very very nice. I like it. And that's again, it doesn't say when it's dropping, but say in the next month. In the next couple of months, yeah. Right. So if it's in this, it's definitely going to be soon. You know, Turtles still knocking out of the park. Shredder in Hell. Yeah. Are you reading that at the moment? No. No. I usually read them when Jay gives them to me. Ah, right, right okay. Because yeah. I've, I've, I've been seeing the interior of Shredder and Hell. It looks like a gorgeous book. Yeah, it's it really, really does. Um, you know what I Star Wars is okay. Some books are just not available. Uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Yeah, if you like My Little Ponies. Fair play. Again, more Disney stuff been mixed out with other labels. Yeah. On IDW now this they time. They get them around. everywhere, man. Haunted Mansion, original graphic novel. So, if you like the Haunted Mansion, there you go. Okay. Uh, little Jackie Lantern. Oh, oh it's an all ages book. Cool. Oh, cool. This is a kid who's afraid of all the ghosts and stuff. So this might be handy for, um, yeah, show little ones not to be afraid with this delightful tale about a boy finding his courage and learning how fun Halloween can be. So if you have a kid, a young kid... And yet he's dressed as a clown. Which are terrifying. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. Maybe, like, look, he's a bit nervous when he's walking along there. So that'd be handy for kids who are, like, afraid of Halloween. And yeah, you know, yeah. You want to kind of get them into the spirit without scaring the shit out of them. <gasps> have that book. It's a great book. Clive Barker's great in Secret Show. There's a lot of cool stuff coming down. These are all the kids' books. The that's not a kids' ages. book. Fucking hell. No, that's not. But these they are put all, that on the wrong fucking put it on the wrong page because it's mixed in. It's Clive Barker's mixed in with all the. Uh, <laughs> this is clearly the whoever put this together didn't realize yeah. what the crack they Gabriel had. Rodriguez, man, fucking love that guy. Yeah. Man. We have a letter to Joe. This looks really, really interesting. Yeah. 
the art is, is is very stylized now, but it's it's basically about um somebody sending letters home. So it's like a heartwarming story of somebody in World War Two. Which one is it? World War Two is it? Like from the from the garb, I say it's two, but they're in trenches, so who knows? No, this is two. But yeah, it's Kelly Williams uh, from Creepy and Eerie fame. Oh, very good. So quite creepy, <clears throat> quite eerie. A lot here. From Marilyn Manor. What's that? That's very it looks like It looks like Gem and the Holograms. <clears throat> it does look like Gem and the Holograms. Uh, Godzilla. The new Godzilla book. Is that... It's, it's a, a collection. Oh, it's a collection. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not got... The 352 pages of Godzilla. Sweet Christmas. That's <laughs> a collection. I probably have some of that already at home. And, and that's I, it. Yeah, that's we'll it. That's, that's, yes, so you did it. There's, a, there's a lot of stuff coming through there down the pipeline for, for all those... Uh, Developers, yeah. all currently available to put on your pull list. If you yes, wish. absolutely. And uh, yeah, like I said, feel free to check them up on the um, website as well on previewsworld.com uh, or uh, just come into the shop, have a look at the stuff we got here. So yeah, we'll always have it on the counter. So I do believe, is that That's a wrap. We, we've talked enough bollocks, haven't we? We have, yeah, that's a wrap. Oh, yeah, just to let people know as well, if you are in Cork or you're looking for something to do this weekend, Kazuyu Con is on the anime convention, which has now become a little bit more than an anime convention. What's the name of the con? Kazuyu Con. Kazuyu Con. Kazuyu Con. No, Kazuyu Con. It started off as an anime convention, but it's now kind of become Cork's, I suppose. I don't really want to be poo-pooing on anyone else's convention, but it's the premier kind of comic con for Cork. So yeah, if there's another just, if there's another one on in Cork, correct me, let me know. The folks, only other but, uh, thing that's basically to do with comics in Cork that I've ever been a part of has been SlinyCon. Oh, it's yeah. not officially called SlinyCon. It's it's just the day down in Cork where they have the comic thing and Will Sliny's involved in it. But everyone yeah. calls it SlinyCon on the slide. Well, no, because EUCon has been kind of more and more becoming more of a full on comic con. Yeah. So Jay is going to be going down there representing, selling the usual Gundam and action figures and general nonsense.